0: Welcome wow! Welcome to chapel this Monday morning. It seems like an appropriate time of the semester to be talking about being stressed but not becoming overwhelmed as midterms are lurking around the corner. My name is Char Hostetler, and I just started working as Associate Dean for Student Services, and I also serve as the campus counselor. The new student life position of Associate Dean for Student Services was formed recognizing the interrelatedness of our physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Ruth Stalsfuss, nurse practitioner in our Wellness and Health Center, and Bob Yoder, campus pastor, will be joining me for this morning's topic. Ruth, Bob, and I work together to ensure that quality services are provided in a professional and confidential manner. We look forward to serving you as students at Goshen College.
1: Hello, Goshen! Goodbye, high school. Hello, making my own schedule and classes that don't start until 9 or 11. I have an hour between Gen Psych and Spanish. Do I go to the Rot, take a quick nap, get started on homework, or check my email? Hello, Freedom! My mom's mad because I haven't called her in two weeks, but I don't know where to buy a phone card. Plus, last night I wanted to go to first EcoPax meeting, and the night before was a floor meeting, and the night before I was looking for my bike that was stolen. I need to get my winter clothes out of storage and open up a bank account. Ah, but academics are more important. I'll enjoy the nice weather by studying outside. <sighs> goes a leaf blower. Oh, hey, Dolores. Oh, the sun just makes me want to fall asleep. Was that a frisbee? Yeah, no, it's okay, I'll move. I'll get more done inside anyway. Has my roommate moved since I left? She's still on the computer, on the phone, talking to her family, IMing. I'll get in my bed and put on earmuffs and put a pillow all over my face and drape curtains all around my bed. I just wish I had a box with a bubble around me that no one could disturb me, that would be my own space. Well, Anna's in small group housing this year, so I never see her, and she's the only one that. I can talk to about my mom's death, but I don't want to overburden her with all of that. I still have my social work group, but ever since I came back from SST, things have been different because they're all in clinicals, but I'm still taking the junior-level classes. I could talk to Claire, but she's freaking engaged, which I can't even wrap my mind around. I thought this religion and sexuality class would clear everything up for me on Christianity. But really, how can religion and sexuality even be in the same sphere when I can see the everyday disconnect? How can we say that Allah is all-powerful when there are so many people hurting in the world? How can we even attend this institution and give so much money to education instead of working to overcome the conditions that make people scared to go out of their doors at night? How can I feel comfortable entering a place of worship when my doubts are big enough to cover this entire campus? Okay. I have to prepare for a BSU meeting and send out emails. Maybe I should type up like a list that'll make it easier for next year's BSU president. Uh, they want me to be on a senior panel where I talk about what I wish I'd done differently and I should tell my peer mentee about that. But first, I better get my lesson plans ready for my first day of student teaching a full class load tomorrow. I want to do reading pairs, but then I should make an alternative for Micah, and I know that won't work for a second period, because I already tried it. Is this what I really want to be doing with the next 10 years of my life? I love biology, and I want to nurture the next generation, but how do I get kids engaged with simple and complex cells? I have a headache. I need to lie down. My, uh, my mind is going to explode, and my body's all jumpy. Ah!
2: breath, okay, everybody take a deep breath. I think we just need to take a deep breath. Relax. Every day in the Wellness and Health Center, I see folks that are dealing with the consequences of being stressed out. It shows up in a variety of ways. And many of you can relate to what I'm saying because you feel it and know it too. There are many different things that can happen as a result of being overstressed. One of those things is that your immune system just doesn't work as well. So you get sick easier, and it may take longer to get over that cold that should have just gone away in a few days. Our bodies often respond to stress by giving us a headache or by giving us heartburn. If we don't take care of those things, they can lead to other problems, especially the heartburn. Untreated heartburn can lead to gastroesophageal reflux disease. Um, And if that's untreated, it can lead to stomach ulcers. None of those things you want to get. Often when we're stressed, we find it hard to fall asleep or even stay asleep at night. So insomnia becomes an issue. And if we aren't sleeping, our daily tasks become more difficult. We get stressed because we can't get those daily tasks done and that cycle just continues. When insomnia is ignored, It can also lead to a variety of physical and mental health problems. Depression, anxiety disorders, panic disorders can become problems if insomnia isn't addressed. Stress makes it more difficult for us to be able to keep focused and to concentrate on work and studies. It's important that we find ways to manage everything we need to do and to find ways to keep ourselves healthy, spiritually, physically, and emotionally.
1: Self, pull yourself together. You need a plan. All right, what's most important to me? Keeping up friendships Uh, academics. Volunteering my time. And keeping myself sane. Okay. So, Does EcoPAX fit into those? Hmm. Maybe I'll stop going to meetings, but I'll stay on the mailing list. Okay. BSU? Hmm. Maybe I can get a sophomore or junior to be co-president so the load isn't all on me. Peer mentoring. That's really important to me. That'll be my volunteer thing and... It's also a way to keep up with a friend. So, peer mentoring, yeah I'm going to keep that. Okay, schedule. Here's Monday, Tuesday, and so on, and whatever. Okay, Monday's my free day, so I can start off the week getting ahead or caught up with homework. I'll take a break at 4 to play Frisbee, and then I'll stay at the rot till 7.30 to get a little socializing. And then I will escape to the public library for my off-campus time. Okay, I have this big project due on November 3, and I know I'm not going to get anything done over fall break, so, okay, this week I will get my research done, then there's fall break, and then I will do my, get my rough draft on the next week. Okay. Saturdays. What if I give myself a Sabbath? I will do no homework on Saturday mornings. Maybe this Saturday I could go canoeing with Margot, and next Saturday I could go down to the mill race and journal. If I do the Sabbath thing, I will have to work hard on Saturday afternoons. In fact, I might want to say only one social event per weekend. Oh, (laughs) okay. Okay. Well, if this doesn't work, I'll reassess in a couple of weeks and adjust it. Let's see. Cut caught up on email. Dear Grandma, thank you for the care package. I feel very cared for. Um, maybe next time you could send me some rice and lentils and spinach instead of candy. Um, yeah, sweet things might not be the best. I am getting kind of bloated and zitty here. <laughs> delete that last sentence. Um, I'm trying to eat more healthy. Love, Annika. Okay. Ooh, an email from my professor. Dear students, this schedule is proving to be a little too rigorous for me, and I think I'm coming down with a cold. I don't think you'll mind if I move the due date of our research paper back two weeks. Live long and prosper. My world is looking up. I can sit and enjoy the day for a moment.
0: College life is stressful. There's just no way around it. Balancing academic pressures, friendships, jobs, extracurriculars, while trying to maintain contact with home, all the while that you're trying to make sense of life and find your purpose. How do you find a balance? Well, it takes some heavy-duty time management, or like Annika demonstrated, a plan. Figuring out how to prioritize what's essential, what's important, and what's less important. Essential would qualify as those things needing immediate attention, like your 10-page paper due in one hour that you just started on. Important things are those things that have significant value, but they can be delayed for a limited time, like getting together with a friend for coffee at Java Junction. You don't want to miss that, but you could do that at a later date. Less important would be those things that can be postponed for a longer time without serious risk, maybe like doing your laundry, although that becomes essential eventually. (laughs) Planning your day or plan your day so that you have time to do those things that have to be done, but you also have to make time to do those things that energize you, such as time with friends or time to just have fun something that brightens and lifts your spirit. During college, there is so many things pulling at your schedule that you have to let go of a few things. As a campus counselor, several things that I have seen that kind of inhibit people or that I would encourage people to work on letting go of is um, perfectionism and procrastination. There is no way, with all that you have to do, that you can do them perfect. And delaying things really doesn't help with the stress. It's so important to learn to laugh rather than despair at the limitations that are just part of being human. As you work on learning in classes, you are also learning so much about yourself. Sometimes you may recognize things that you need to change or that you want to change so you can be more emotionally healthy. Sometimes it's just too hard to keep things in perspective yourself. If it gets overwhelming, don't hesitate to call the Health and Wellness Center and ask for help. We would be glad to talk with you.
1: busy. I'll always be busy. But I was worried all of last week about this project that I had to do, and it totally didn't pan out the way that I thought it would. I can't predict what'll happen, so I just need to go with the flow. Yeah, I have a paper due next week, but I have time planned out to work on it. If I really, uh, today I'm reading for American Lit, and then I'm taking a break to go running with Jenna. Oh, that Sabbath thing? Yeah, I decided to do it every other weekend. If I really plan for it, I can afford to take the time out to relinquish all responsibility. I found this great place on the third floor of the ad building where I can get total quiet. It's beautiful. I've also decided I'm trying this new thing, where I'm trying to make all the mundane tasks in my life meaningful. Because I spend a good deal of my time brushing my teeth, walking to class, washing dishes. If I let that be meaningful, then my whole life has expanded. That's pretty great.
3: Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light, says Jesus in Matthew chapter 11. Perhaps one of the loudest cries that I hear from students, friends, family, peer churchgoers, and myself, is I don't have any time for God, particularly in the midst of a very busy, stressful life. Making time for God is an intentional act. Making time for God is a discipline. Making time for God might even be easier than what you think. There are two means of making time for God that I would like to suggest to you. The first, take personal time to be alone with God. This could be as easy as simply... Sitting quietly with a cup of coffee in the morning for five minutes as you reflect on life and bring those reflections into God's presence. And be conscious that God might be there drinking coffee with you as well. This could also involve reading the Bible for 10 to 15 minutes or so in a slow, thoughtful manner, not trying to figure out the story and and read it like a textbook but to allow the Spirit to speak to you. It could also mean reading some other inspirational reading as well. This could also involve regular times of running or biking or taking walks in a prayerful manner, in a way that is thanking God in the midst of the mundane aspects of life, as Annika suggested. In this skit, Annika also demonstrated the importance of Sabbath, or at least seeking that. Taking some time to not pressure yourself with homework or other demands of life, but to enjoy the gift of life in those unplanned and unstructured moments. Kind of like when you were in high school and you had a snow day. It was a free day all of a sudden. A second way of making time for God that I want to suggest is being with other people. Remember that you are not alone in this world. Being with others is a gift of grace, knowing and experiencing that we are not alone in our journeys, but this too takes intentionality. This could mean making it a weekly habit to attend the services of a local congregation, chapels on Friday, campus worship night on Wednesday nights, connecting with a regular group of people at a regular time of worship and time of being together. This could also mean meeting with an accountability partner or a spiritual friend or being part of a small group who brings into focus the movement of God in our lives. And again, meeting with a small group of people or one person on a regular basis, sharing each other's burdens, a place to just simply cry out, be vulnerable. This could also mean staying connected to people from our faith community back home Sending grandma a thank you note or whatever. In this skit, Annika also lifted up the importance of certain people in her life. Friends, family, relationships, friendships. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Taking time with God in the midst of the stresses of life may be easier than you think, but it does require intentionality. And so with that in mind, we will simply take some time right now to be with God and to breathe as Ruth led us earlier on. Let us pray together. God, thank you for moments of quiet. Moments of rest, moments of catching our breath. Amen. Go in peace.